talk about it? Do I really want to share about it? No. It's embarrassing. I'm going to make this quick. I have never in my entire life sexually assaulted a man, woman, or anybody. And that includes Samantha Tavel, Candy Cartwright. I never sexually assaulted you. The story about that band trip and the driver being asleep and me forcing you to do stuff and hop on, whatever, is a complete lie. It's a fabricated story because you're still mad. You know why you're mad? Because yes, you're right. We had an affair. You have plenty of evidence of that. And you know what? I never denied it because it happened. Do I want to talk about it? Do I really want to share about it? No. It's embarrassing because I feel like a real piece of crap cheating on my wife and doing that and now having to talk about it publicly. But I have to. We had a relationship. We had a fling. I started to get sad and depressed because I was lying to my wife so much to hide what I was doing. I was lying to all my friends because I didn't want anybody to know. Because it's not something cool. I didn't want to brag about it. I tried to end it. I told my wife about you and us. I tried to end it. I blocked you. I blocked your social media. You then started using messaging apps and you kept coming. I blocked those. You got my new, I got a new number. You got my new number and kept messaging me. You literally got on social media accounts for other companies, kept messaging me until I blocked them. Now you have literally started harassing me, showing up to hotels, harassing my friends. Where is he? Where is he? Where is he? At this point, you have to realize if you don't think you're stalking me or harassing me, you're crazy. And if you are at home and you don't think that's harassment, you're crazy. At the end of the day, I'm not perfect. We did have an affair and I'm not happy about that. But I never sexually abused anybody. I never sexually assaulted anybody. And when I wanted to get out of this relationship, out of this situation, she said no, and she kept pursuing me and harassing me and stalking me. And then when she didn't get her way, she used the Speak Out movement to try to ruin my career. Completely unacceptable. That's all I really had to say. That's the story. Everybody have a great day. Take care. Later. Okay. That was WWE wrestler Matt Riddle. Uh, Matt has been uh, accused of some things that he talked about there in that statement. Uh, he denies, he admits he had an affair, uh, but he came clean with his wife. Uh, and then he outright denies all other allegations. Uh, the WWE has not as yet punished him because he's been forthright with the WWE uh, in his uh, allegate in that matters to the allegation in regards to the allegations. He took it head on. Uh, you know, if any sexual assault allegations can be proven, obviously that changes things, but I'm not here to give an opinion. I just want to speak on this speaking out movement. Uh, it started in the United Kingdom. Uh, it's kind of put a damper on the WWE, NXT, UK. Uh, of course, the ongoing global situation with the virus has also put a cramp on 
the WWE NXT UK brand. Uh, but now WWE is looking to get one of its top United Kingdom wrestlers, Walter, out of the United Kingdom and put him on the WWE main roster just so he's not dragged down by the situation that's going on with the United Kingdom uh, wrestling scene where all this hashtag speaking out began. Um, one of my favorite female wrestlers uh, who I've met, uh, I've had a couple instant messenger conversations with her. Uh, she was real nice to a friend of mine who's uh, in the Special Olympics. Hopefully I run into her again because I want to get her to autograph a picture of him and her so I can give it to him. But she uh, tweeted on July 6th, I believe, according to this thread that I'm going to read you. And there's a link to her Twitter page in the YouTube description. She says, when J-Rock Daddy harassed a female member of at Ring of Honor locker room, he was told to leave and was not welcomed back. Multiple women have brought complaints and evidence of sexual misconduct slash harassment by Jay Lethal. Ring of Honor ignored slash covered it up. They only take action when, when convenient. The thread goes on, she says. They are hoping to use another investigation to wait everyone out until we forget. Thank you at Ring of Honor for all of the truly wonderful things you do and have done. Now please address the bad behavior. Do better right now, continue. Right now you continue to choose not to. Uh, in a third uh, message on this thread, she says it's hard when your faves get called out Imagine what it's like to be targeted slash harassed by that person and not protected because he, she is a favorite. I think she means, well, favorite of the company and favorite of the fans. People can be talented, friend to many, good for community, and also take advantage of and abuse others, not mutually exclusive. In fact, the qualities that make it hard to accept that a favorite could do something horrible are the things they use to gain access to victims and escape accountability. They don't usually wear a sign or broadcast their bad intentions. And, uh... Then some other wrestlers have... Uh, added on to this thread uh, Taylor Hendricks has a he has a do you call it a gif of uh, what takes that guy's name I don't know one of the guys from uh, Big Bang Theory and he's nodding his head and the caption says it's funny because it's true 
and then under that legit deadly uh, says that we demand justice for Teeler and all the others uh, Robert out of mind X metal whatever the heck that is ROH has issues. I stopped following them after what they did to you. Honor Club, everything canceled. Um, at the end of 2019, Kelly Klein was the Women of Honor champion. And they kind of built the Women of Honor division around her. She was uh, called the Gatekeeper. And when other women would come into Ring of Honor, they would uh, be put in the ring with Kelly Klein to, you know, find out how good they were um, and to see if they could draw money. That's what the wrestling biz is about, right? Drawing money. So, she was the first Women of Honor champion. She was one of the headliners at a Madison Square Garden show where Ring of Honor and New Japan Pro Wrestling uh, did a joint show. Uh, and Madison Square Garden is looked at looked upon as kind of a pinnacle or a high spot in wrestling. Uh, it was the WWE's kind of home turf. In fact, they tried to block Ring of Honor and New Japan from using the Madison Square Garden venue for this show uh, tried to trap Madison Square Garden into uh, an exclusive deal to hold Ring of Honor and New Japan back. Uh, Ring of Honor was kind of on a surge at the time. Uh, they had a, a TV deal on their own by St. Clair Broadcasting. Um, but at the end of 2019, when Kelly's contract was not renewed, there was a big backlash from her and her fans because she had been complaining of uh, concussion syndrome uh, from multiple concussions that Ring of Honor asked her to work through. And I guess earlier, somewhere in 2019, they offered her a big contract extension. Now, Kelly's a full-time wrestler and also a full-time music teacher at an elementary school somewhere. Um, I think in Cincinnati area. That's where she says she hails from. And early on in this speaking out movement, Kelly brought up that while she was at Heartland Wrestling getting trained when she was 18 years old and breaking into the wrestling business that uh, she was sexually assaulted by someone who is now a top star in the World Wrestling Federation or World Wrestling Entertainment. Uh, she made a point to say it was not John Moxley that her and John Moxley or Dean Ambrose as he was known in WWE uh, was always good to her. Uh, Jay Lethal, the man she's accusing, he has been around wrestling for quite a while, broke in 
when he was a teenager, I do believe, uh, I remember seeing him wrestle when he was very young at Ring of Honor, and Ring of Honor was just getting started around 2002 after the collapse of ECW and WCW, and it was this, it was this best wrestling out there. Uh, Dusty Rhodes paid them a great homage that, and said, you know, when somebody puts together this collection of wrestling that Gabe, I believe his last name was Sapolsky, but when somebody puts together this collection and sees the story that Gabe is telling, they're going to see this as one of the best, uh, you know, booked wrestling companies there ever was. Uh, now Ring of Honor is owned by St. Clair Broadcasting. They're kind of fledgling away and almost fading out, unfortunately. Um, and they, Ring of Honor always pushed women wrestlers um, at their Ring of Honor shows. You know, there was always at least one women's match um, when they were, you know, kind of a glorified independent internet wrestling company. <clears throat> and basically they made their living off of every couple months having a really great wrestling show and you know they would give everything like a title like a name like uh, going for the gold or you know I can't remember that that but they had a name for everything and then they started doing like monthly shows and they would always come out with a DVD and you know of course if you didn't make it to the show you would buy the DVD online uh, I personally traveled six hours on multiple occasions to see Ring of Honor wrestling. Um, and they, uh, we would have like, as we we're standing outside waiting in line, we would have like a little contest to see who drove the furthest. And people would come from like fans, not like friends of the wrestlers or family of the wrestlers, but fans would drive like from Boston to Dayton, Ohio to see the wrestling. And you would see all types of people like skaters, punk rock kids, uh, rednecks, black, white. Everybody would go to Ring of Honor shows uh, because it had something for everybody. They had, you know, some guys that could hot, be high spot guys. They had mat tacticians. Um, you know, they had a watered down version of New Jack. Uh, I forget what his name was. Oh, Homicide. That was his name. Um, and they had one of the best factions led by Christopher Daniels uh, and his, his valet. Allison Danger, Dan Math, B.J. Whitmer. Uh, they had just had like all kinds of great wrestlers. And they were putting on the best wrestling out there. And they still do put on great wrestling shows. Uh, where WWE, it's more like sports entertainment, as Vince calls it. Or, you know, he's making movies, if you will. So... Jay Lethal issued a response to uh, Kelly Klein's tweet 
uh, in his response. Of course, there's a link to his Twitter page in the YouTube description as well. There's also a link to a TMZ article about Matt Riddle and his situation there also. But this was uh, Jay Lethal's response. It has always been my choice to use silence to keep my dignity, refrain from publicly attacking people I'm not fond pack, attacking people I'm not fond of and relying on who I have been as a person to speak for itself. I've also never wanted my to use my platform to boost or give attention to any negativity. I do however know and realize that some people will sadly take my silence to mean something else. The hashtag speaking out movement has given me hope that the industry that I have that the industry that I have chosen to give my life to will become a better place. I wanted to stand in support of all those brave enough to share their painful stories. Unfortunately, I was afraid to do I was afraid to do due to due to the lies that are being said about me. I have never and would never sexually harass, sexually assault, rape or force myself on anyone. I would never use my status to deny anyone opportunities even now. It pains me to know that defending myself might somehow tarnish an important movement and cast doubt on real troubling experiences. So, you know, Jay Lethal has been everywhere in wrestling, except for WWE, and frankly... He and Kelly Klein, I both feel, are too good for WWE. They wouldn't get booked or used properly in WWE. Just because of the fact that WWE is sports entertainment, not wrestling. Um, This hashtag speaking out is a great thing, however... Because it's bringing down the good old boy network in wrestling. And the women wrestlers are in as much demand right now as the men are. In fact, you know, female and male wrestling fans appreciate women's wrestling now more than ever. Uh, It's not just, you know, the girls going out there and doing bikini contests or pillow fights. Uh, and all the other gimmick matches WWE did in the late 90s and early 2000s. Back then you had, you know, maybe four or five women that could really wrestle in WWE, and then you had five or more that were strictly 
there for their looks. Uh, so you would end up with you know all these gimmick matches. Uh, now women are in straight up wrestling matches uh, in all companies and stealing the show. So uh, Jay, you know, he's known for. Uh, you may know him from Impact Wrestling, where he did. Uh, he was Black Machismo, which was basically a parody of the Macho Man because he does a good Macho Man impression. Then he did a parody of Ric Flair for a while, and there's a great promo where he and Ric Flair are going at each other, and Ric Flair is kind of parodying himself as Jay Lethal is parodying Ric Flair, and it's one of the great... Uh, moments, uh, promos, whatever you want to call it in wrestling. So, you know, uh, these guys that are being, uh, outed, I guess you would say, or I don't, I don't think it's called, I don't think it falls under category of doxing, but the guys that like Joey Ryan, who have many, many allegations against them, you can find it all if you go to Twitter and type in the search box, hashtag speaking out. Um, and you'll find all kinds of things there. Um, and like I said, many of the men like Sammy Guevara, he made a, a bad comment about Sasha Banks on a podcast in 2016 when he was really young. Uh, he and Sasha had a phone conversation they both say was productive and he apologized and she explained some things to him she said and uh, All Elite Wrestling, the company he works for now uh, has forced him to go to some self-help classes and training and he says you know, he wants to come back a better person you know, and that's one way of dealing with this uh, you have another guy named Joey Ryan who has one of the worst uh, finishing moves I've ever seen in wrestling. And you can YouTube Joey Ryan and see it. So there's no wonder that he has you know, sexual misconduct allegations against him. Uh, you'll know what I mean when you see the video if you don't know who Joey Ryan is. So... You know, I, I wish the best to Kelly Klein. Uh, she, like I said, has an allegation against somebody that raped her. Um, that's sad. That's really terrible that that would happen to anybody. Um, but the times of women being told to just keep quiet uh, are over. Uh, in fact, you can go back a couple years to... Uh, WWE, they were going to have a fabulous Moolah Battle Royal at WrestleMania. And then many women uh, came out against Moolah saying how she ripped them off financially, how she uh, encouraged drug use, how she was sexually, verbally, and physically abusive to the women wrestlers that she uh, managed, you know, she would take her girls to the different wrestling companies and get them 
on the on the matches, get them booked on the card, and then take a big booking fee out of their pay, and then give them what was left. Uh, and that's on top of you know you know allegedly prostituting them out to male fans and wrestlers. So. This has gone on what Fabulous Moolah goes back to the 1950s, and it's not just men. I mean, it's obviously women doing this to women, too. And, you know, women can sexually harass men. Men can sexually harass men. You know, different stuff like that. So, thank you to the uh, women wrestlers of the United Kingdom for bringing some of this to light, and uh, I support all the women wrestlers of the United States and Great Britain, of course, who are, you know, speaking out. And if you want to find out more, you can, like I said, Twitter search the hashtag speaking out and you'll find all kinds of stories, allegations, <coughs> and things of that nature. So with that, God bless you guys. Uh, pray for one another as always. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the real underscore Big John. You can find me on all the podcast platforms. Called it's called Panic Attack with Big John. That's also the YouTube channel um, and on Facebook. I have a page called John Morrow, a conservative op-ed page. So those are where you can find, follow, and subscribe and like and all that great stuff. So thank you very, very much. Uh, good luck and best wishes to everybody uh, involved in speaking out. And uh, yeah. That's all. It's kind of a hard thing to talk about, you know, for me. Uh, you know, it's a hard thing. It's something I, you know, it breaks my, my little Big John heart to hear some of these stories. And uh, you just want the truth to come out and for, you know, justice to come out in whatever form that takes. So, thank you all. Have a good one. God bless you.